2: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeart Radio. And we are back with Robert Simmons as we discuss this amazing gemstone, a Moldavite, starborn stone of transformation. Um You tell a story about what happened to you um when you – uh, I guess you were meditating and you had a piece of, um, you had a, um, a piece of Moldavite in your hand. Uh, tell me what happened.
4: Yes. mean, um, you know, My wife, Kathy, was sensitive to what she calls and people call the energies of stones, and I wasn't. Um, and I didn't really know if I believed in that sort of thing at all. Um, but she said, Robert, Moldavite's important in your life. You're the one who brought it in. You need to sit and meditate with the Moldavite every day. So I took her advice, and I did that, and I sat there probably six months every morning sitting with a piece of Moldavite in my hand. At first, I used um, two buckets of Moldavite with a hand in each one on the theory that more is better, Um, but for quite a long time, I didn't have any noticeable experience. And then there was a particular day, um, I I thought to myself, well, today, I think I'll just imagine that I'm having an experience since I haven't had any spontaneous ones. So I tried to picture myself floating up out of my body. And I felt myself, I could imagine myself kind of rise up out of the top of my own head and look down. And I sort of found my point of view. I could move my point of view up to the ceiling and see myself from above. Uh, and I was holding this big moldavite in my right hand through this whole thing. Uh, Then I found myself, I could go up through the roof, and I could see the neighborhood. And at that point, um, the experience just took off on its own, and I wasn't willing it anymore. I just went up and up and up. Now, I don't mean my body. You know, my body was still in the room, and I was still aware that I had a body. But at the same time, on another track of awareness, I was going way up into the stars, and looked back, saw the Earth, and then went even further, and the Earth was not visible anymore, and it was just stars in every direction. Um, and I, I found myself attracted to a particular gold-colored star, so I put my intention on going there. And in just a few minutes, I found that I was near it, and it was a huge golden sun. With um, And around the sun, there were millions of golden orbs that were orbiting it like they were quite small but they looked like replicas of this huge sun and there was a little thread of gold that was connecting each orb to the sun as they orbited around it and I found myself in that place and there was a feeling of reverence like it was a holy procession or something that was all these golden orbs in adoration around this giant sun. So I was experiencing all this, and I looked down at myself to think, I thought, what do I look like out here? And kind of my point of view looked to where my chest would be and where my heart would be. There was another one of those golden orbs inside me, and it had a thread connecting it to the golden sun. That astonished me. And then in the next moment, a voice from I don't know where, said, the light you seek without is identical to the light within you. And in the next moment, back in the room where I was sitting, that mold in my hand sizzled as though it was full of electricity or something, and and an energy uh, went right up my right arm and into my heart. And at that point, Richard, my heart just blossomed open like a like a big flower. And it was made out of white light. And then as that happened, there was this huge feeling of love and ecstasy. And then it continued with this light going both up and down in my spine. And all the other chakras, all the other energy centers in the body opened up one at a time, like flowers of light. And this ecstasy... Uh, And this holy feeling of Divine Presence just intensified. Um, So there I sat in that ecstatic state and Kathy upstairs getting ready to go to work felt something happening with me. She came downstairs and saw me across the room and she said, Robert you're full of light. And all I could say was, I know. And We talked you know we talked then for a little while just as I described what had happened and uh, I sort of came down it was like it wasn't it was like a, I mean if people were taking psychedelics it was almost like that except I don't take any of those things um, but it did settle down after a while um, and I was able to go to work with her and open up our shop and um, the amazing thing was that for the first time, when I went into the shop, I could feel the energy of every stone in the store. The whole store was just like an energy field to me when I walked in. And I spent the day on the floor picking up one stone after another and feeling its energy. And I found that I could feel them all and also discern their differences. And that was that. That ability has never left me. It went from no ability at all to an ability to feel the qualities of all the stones just in that one day. Um, and that's Is, what led talking.
3: Go ahead. Sorry.
4: Talking about this evolutionary acceleration that we've been discussing. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what led to my career as a writer about stones and their energies.
2: Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
3: Does it continue to impact you, Multivite, that is, in this profound way, or as it's more, as it subsided?
4: Oh, um, Multivite... I can always feel it. Um, I don't have those experiences every day. You know, that was a big opening. And it changed my whole, I mean, in in my view, it changed the energy field that I walk around with. It's my energy field because now I'm attuned to things that I couldn't be, I wasn't aware of before. Um, It's also made it impossible for me to use a cell phone. I'm too sensitive for that. They make me sick. Um, But... um, when I hold a moldavite or wear a necklace of moldavite, um, I definitely feel it and it warms me up. That feeling of heat is one of the most common sensations people report when they hold a moldavite. They get warm. And sometimes they have a thing called that we've named the moldavite flush, where there'll be a release at the heart, uh, like mine, but not as, you know, not filled with light and all that. And then They'll get hot in their face, and their cheeks will turn red. I've seen this happen many times when the first time people hold a moldavite. But in answer to your question, yes, you know it's still a strong energy for me, and I, I can't wear one of those necklaces for very long because um, it's too intense. But um, you know that's my sensitivity. Uh, I do think it's very beneficial for people to carry it and wear it.
3: So tell me about these two strange characters, I think you described them as men in black who came into your shop uh, and started behaving in a very strange
4: manner. Yeah, this is one of the sort of good anecdotes about our, our, our beginning year in, in the Moldavite business and in Heaven and Earth, our shop. Um, it was the very first Christmas after we were open and it was probably a few days before Christmas. And it was in the end of the day, It was dark outside. Kathy and I had been working seven days a week, but we were happy because everything was working well. Um, And uh, just getting ready to tally up and and close, and uh, the phone rang. And it was a woman who we didn't know that um, spoke to Kathy and said, out of nowhere, I want you to stop me from committing suicide. I want you to talk me out of it. So Kathy was like shaken by that, but she thought, well, you know, somebody wants help. I've got to try. So she waved at me and said, I'm pointed that she was going in the back room. And she hadn't been in there 10 seconds before the door opened. And these two men in black suits walked in. And they were really, really weird. I mean, I, it's, it's hard to explain how and why the first thing is. Nobody ever came into our store in a suit, let alone a black suit. And here were two of them. And they proceeded to sort of stride around the place and making crude kind of uh, odd remarks and not talking to me but talking to each other. So one of them would walk across the room and pick up a beautiful quartz cluster and he would say to his uh, companion, Oh that's the ugliest thing I've ever seen. And then smash it down on the glass. Didn't break it, but it was loud. Um, and then the other one went over to another spot in the store, and he picked up this blob of black obsidian, and he pointed to it to his friend. He said, "Well, oh, that's beautiful. Ah, 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 ah. I'm trying to sound like they did, so you get how weird they were.
3: <laughs> yeah, it sounds like they were sent down from central, central casting or
4: something. I mean, you know, I had read about, uh, just a little about this men in black phenomenon that, um, I can't remember the author's name, but he wrote about it quite a bit, in, the, I believe in the 80s, um, and they were sort of portrayed in the writing as kind of imitations of human beings that were, you know, nobody really knew whether they had to do with extraterrestrial stuff or whether they had to do with you know, sinister things that earthlings are doing, but they definitely had a sinister feeling to them. And when I saw them in the store, I immediately got scared, but I also felt like I had to go right up to them and walk around right next to them so that they wouldn't break something or steal something. And this, this went on for a bit. They finally came around to the jewelry case, and I went behind the counter, and the, the older one, Pointed, he finally looked at me, and he pointed to the Moldavite, and he said, what's that stuff? And I said, I don't know why I said this, because it came through me, not from me, but it was this sort of a powerful voice coming through me that said, that's Moldavite. You wouldn't be interested in it. And this, this creature, or whatever he was, kind of went, oh, okay. And the two of them just walked out. The door shut. And... Seconds after the door shut, um, I went and locked it, and as I was doing that, um, Kathy came out from the back room, and she said, it's so weird. I was talking to this woman, trying to help her decide not to kill herself, and all of a sudden, her whole attitude changed, and she just said, oh, thank you very much. Bye-bye, and hung up. So it was an anomalous event, you know, and it felt to us as though there were two things where some connected in a weird way almost as if they want somebody wanted to separate me and Kathy while whatever shenanigans the men in black were going to pull happened in the front we don't know you know we never saw them again but it was a very paranormal moment
3: it seems as if the multivites scared them off
4: it felt like that to me it felt like when they put their attention on it and I believe this and still do that multivite's high vibration does not resonate, and and with negativity, it doesn't resonate with darkness. It clears that stuff away, um, and that not only in that moment, but in the in your own energy field or in a space that you might be in, um, it doesn't it doesn't pick up things. You know, people who are into crystals, as I am now. Um, Sometimes they say, well, I need to cleanse my crystal's energy because it's getting clogged up with, yuck, you know, polluted energies. But with a moldavite, it never happens. It seems like it has such intensity and such high vibration that it, it can actually clear other stones and it can keep your own energy field clear.
3: So when you own moldavite, is is bigger better in terms of um, all of these uh, attributes and effects uh, serendipity, uh, good health, prosperity.
4: Oh yeah. And you know, I should say about prosperity in the early days, we were uh, still struggling, you know, to make ends meet. And, uh, until Kathy got the idea of taping a little thin mold of into our checkbook. And after that, we never were short of money. Now, I don't know if that's why, but she did it for that purpose. And that was what happened afterwards. Um, But as far as size goes, Richard, I would say it's kind of like size doesn't matter. What matters is your own feeling of connection or uh, attraction to whatever piece you get. And um, when people order Moldavites from us at Heaven and Earth, my own staff is trained to tune into the person and then go feel what stone uh, or what piece of Moldavite in this case would be resonating best for them, and, and they've, they've learned to do that. So, but it's a thing about feeling. It isn't like a linear thing like the bigger the stone, the better the energy or the more the energy.
3: Did I read in the book that uh, Queen Elizabeth II and mm-hmm. Winston Churchill were both uh, big fans of Moldavite?
4: Yeah, they both had them. Um, Queen Elizabeth had a necklace, I believe, that was made of Moldavite gems. And Churchill had a pocket piece, um, and, you know, I mean, there's a lot of famous, uh, well, there's a fair number of famous people who have gotten Moldavite, including the Pope. Um, Pope John Paul II had a Moldavite rosary, um, and there are, there are stories about a Moldavite chalice um, that w- existed that was in the Catholic Church that disappeared sometime in, during World War II.
3: Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.
2: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast,
0: is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed.
2: Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
1: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
3: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
4: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.
0: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at
2: LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love.